I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey friend, are you looking to land a remote gig ASAP? Well, did you know that we not only have a ton of online jobs you can apply to on our site, but now we are also sending them straight to your inbox. I'm happy to announce that we will be sending our email subscribers legit online jobs every Wednesday. We have done hours of research so you don't have to. If you want to be the first one to hear about the remote gigs we find, go to theoffbeatlife.com to subscribe. Hey everyone, thank you so much for coming back for this extended interview. I'm here with Eric and he's going to share with us how to achieve financial independence in order to have more freedom. Hey Eric, how are you? Doing great, Debbie. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for being here. Before we get to all of your awesome tips and tricks, can you tell us about you and why you live an offbeat life? Yeah, I live an offbeat life because I just I wanted to design a life with more freedom. So I took the principles of financial independence, having a high savings rate and having investments. And then that allowed me to quit my corporate job when I was 30 years old and begin traveling the world and living a digital nomad lifestyle. That is an awesome thing to do, especially for someone so young. You know, usually we hear people do that when they're like in their 50s or 60s. And you were able to do it when you turned 30, which is, wow, it's mind boggling. (laughs) Yeah, well, hopefully I can share some great resources and maybe some actionable tips for the listeners today. Yeah. So let's get into that. How can somebody really make sure that they are prepped for this, that they have enough savings, that they are making sure that they're going to be financially independent a lot sooner? Yeah. So there's a few different topics we can go over with this, but I would say definitely want to get started with basic personal finance. few recommendations. I love the book, I Will Teach You to Be Rich by Ramit Sethi. I think that's just an awesome overview in terms of like basic financial knowledge and then creating some automation in terms of like how to set up your checking, savings accounts, how to use credit cards, how to invest, and then how to create that automation that you're saving and investing like automatically. So I would highly recommend that book. I think that's really helpful. If you really want to ramp it up, there's some other great resources out there in terms of achieving financial independence. You can check out my site, uh, Nomad on Fire. There's some other ones that are really popular. Mr. Money Mustache, Millennial Revolution is a good one. Fire Drill Podcast, Choose FI Podcast. There's a lot of great resources out there. But financial independence is, is basically that you have saved up a set amount of money that you would never have to work again. So through investments, you know, stocks, bonds, or a lot of people have had financial independence, a lot of great success through real estate investing. That's not necessarily my bread and butter. I don't have any real estate investments. I'm more of a just index funds, uh, traditional stock investment kind of guy. But what's interesting about financial independence, and that's way different than traditional retirement as advice is that like maybe traditional retirement advice, they're going to base 
what you need to have saved and invested for retirement based off what your income is, which is kind of silly, right? Because that's assuming that you're spending every single dollar that you're earning, right? Where financial independence kind of flips it a little bit and they're using the calculations based off of what your yearly expenses are. And then there's the 4% rule and the math is kind of 25 times. So say you spent $40,000 per year, then 25 times that you would need to have a million dollars saved and invested. And then that would be able to last you through the rest of your life in perpetuity based off that 4%. You can withdraw 4% of your portfolio every year and that'll last you forever. Wow. And the thing is, it's something that you can actively start doing right now. And I know a lot of people will say, well, that seems really high, right? That's a huge amount of money to be saving. What would you say to them in order to make that more palatable? Because when you just see the big numbers, it could seem really daunting. And it's like, oh my gosh, out of sight, out of mind type of thing. For sure. Yeah. So I, I think it, it totally depends on what your personal situation is, right? That's why the the personal is there and the personal finance. It is still a big number maybe for some of these financial independence numbers, but some of them are still like way less than traditional retirement, right? Like traditional retirement might tell you you need, I don't know, between like three and $10 million to never work again, right? Where between 500000 and a million dollars, you know, that might be more achievable. And I think it also depends where maybe people are at in their career, right? If they, I think, you know, people have a stable like career and they're making a good amount of money, you know, this is a good way to start funneling that money into those savings and investments so they can set themselves up for future success and, you know, potentially not have to work in the future. But then on the other hand, you know, maybe entrepreneurship or starting your own thing now might give you more freedom sooner, I guess, if that makes sense. Again, like you said, it just depends on what you want to do. There are some people that just want to save that money and then retire from it. And there are some people who want to invest that money and see how it can grow. So it's different techniques with whatever you decide to do. Yeah, absolutely. And then even with the like saving and investing, you want to focus on both sides of the equation, right? So the income side, that's obviously an important piece of it, right? So maybe that could be in your current job or career, you know, is there an, a different position or is there a next level that could earn you that money? Or maybe if there's not, you know, that's when it's time to look at like freelance or entrepreneurship, maybe doing a side hustle, you know, trying something else out. And then on the saving, on the spending side, you know, that can be actionable by anyone, no matter what their uh, income level is, right? So the big areas you want to focus are on the big three is uh, housing, transportation, and food. I looked at it a couple months ago. I think the average American spends 62% of all of their take-home pay on those three items. So housing, transportation, and food. So housing, right? There's a few different things you could do there. I would recommend geo arbitrage, right? If you're a digital nomad, you know, you might be able to pay two or $300 in rent in Thailand or somewhere, right? So that could be a great way to save on rent. But if you're not ready to start your digital nomad location independent 
journey yet. You know, maybe that could be just having a roommate, right? To save money on housing. Transportation could be biking to work, using public transportation, or maybe just having a used vehicle to really save some money there so you're not having an expensive car payment. Food. I'm probably not the best person to ask about this. I tend to spend a, <laughs> a good amount of money on food. I really like to eat. Um, but you know, cooking meals at home is, is going to be cheaper than going out to eat. Yeah, I can agree with you on that. Most of my money also goes with my food. <laughs> <laughs> food yeah, food is awesome. It's so hard not to spend money on food. It's just, it's so fun. Yeah, I, I make an excuse. It's a necessity. So <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> it's like I didn't need to buy that extra like gallon of uh, ice cream, but it's okay. You know, it's a necessity. <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Do you have any other resources that we can look at that will help us with our financial freedom? Wow. Yeah, there's so many great resources out there. The Mad Scientist, that's a good blog and podcast. Mr. Free at 33. There's there's so many great blogs and, and podcasts about financial independence. I'm sure I'm forgetting some that were very impactful to me, but I, I've mentioned some of my favorites on the show. So definitely encourage people to, to check those out. Awesome. If our listeners want to know more about you, Eric, where can they find you? Yeah, hit me up. Send me a message. I'm at Nomad on Fire on all the social media channels, probably most active on Instagram, and then nomadonfire.com and the Nomad on Fire podcast. Perfect. Thank you so much, Eric, for letting us know all of these amazing tips. We really appreciate you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me on, Debbie. I appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Eric. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview where he shares how to achieve financial independence and retire early. Hey friend, have you been wanting to start a podcast? I know it can be overwhelming in the beginning. Believe me, I have been there. Lucky for you, we have created a new site called howtocreatepodcast.com that shares a ton of freebies that can help you get started. From launching, growing, to monetizing, we share it all in one place. Visit howtocreatepodcast.com for more information. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life. I'll talk to you soon.